0: Louie Erickson has agreed to a six year deal with Vancouver Canucks. scores! <that> for the They're
1: up 3 1. For the first time in 39 years, the Boston Bruins have won the Stanley Cup. Baby. <laughs> oh, My contract sucks. Dustin Bufflin's had a of a series, and Chicago in total control. Yeah, he This is all over.
2: You can order the AutoCAD selection, Vancouver select from the London Knights, OAU Levy. Good show. Yo, what up, sports fans? Uh, My name is Aaron Warner. Uh, With me, my co-host, Stefan Heck. And today we have a special guest, uh, Jack Wagner of uh, the Otherworld podcast. Jack, Stefan, what's up, boys? Hello, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going?
1: It's so funny being on a sports podcast right now. (laughs) It really just <laughs> sank in right there for me. You <laughs> he said hello, sports fans. Yeah. As, oh boy, I'm out of my element. This is good though. Although I do play them, I guess I play the sports. Okay. What do you play? I play I'm on a baseball team. Oh, nice. Or okay. I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I've missed it, the last few games without any explanation.
2: It, it, is it? Is it like baseball? Baseball? Or are you doing like baseball? Slow pitch? Baseball. Oh, that no, baseball, is baseball. That's wow.
0: intense. Okay. What yeah. uh, What position do you play?
1: um second base shortstop and then i pitch sometimes too wow oh,
2: damn so you're like an important player on that team and you just you've been letting them hang no there's better
1: there's like better versions of me on like i'm not the best pitcher by any measure right but i, I do it sometimes it's still like a fun league you know
2: it's okay. competitive but fun right do You have like umps yep
0: okay Okay, yeah, cuz like, I I play oh, I play I'm like beer abused. league I play beer league soccer and it's like call your own fouls and like call your own offsides oh, and rough. stuff. And like it sort of works, but also it just I think it's just caused more problems than Yeah, that just, just leads to fights. Yeah, it definitely does. We um,
2: like before yeah. I played rugby, I was I was invited to a work slow pitch league and like any sort of baseball has been the sport that I'm the worst at. I fucking god-awful not good but it's what everyone was doing and i just i wanted to like have something to do so we joined a league like that where it's self-umped and every week there's guys like getting each other's faces about like you slid you're not supposed to slide oh we said slides were good before the game started yeah that was foul no it wasn't foul and so we signed up for a league that did have umpires and got our shit pushed in for a year we might (laughs) have won like one or two games because everyone was so intense. There's like, I just got back from the slow pitch world series. It's like, what the fuck is that? Oh my dad? God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah.
1: I'm like, my league is competitive, but it's like all artists and like guys that are in bands are like, you know, that type of guy. Very you know?
2: Hollywood. Yeah.
1: No, not at all. It's like very any city in the United States type of like indie band guy, you know? Um, right. So, like, beer-drinking indie band dudes, you know? Okay, um, yeah. So, like, you know, there's good people and there's bad people within the league, and there's, like, the more athletic ones. And if you're in that bubble, it's easy to forget, like, that you're in a bubble. Because I went to, um, I went across town to sub in on a softball game, so I thought I was, like, you know, I thought I was going to kick ass because mm-hmm. I'm used to fast pitch. And I just forgot that like every guy I know is like a subpar male compared to like true athletes. Because we were playing against like random jocks, like Mm -hmm. dudes that like people who ran track in college or whatever. I think they're all probably like agents or something. Like we're on like the west side, like actually in Beverly Hills type of zone. Right. Yeah. So I think it's like. Like, all the all the guys that go to the fancy, like, prep schools, like, play lacrosse or track and then become, like, an agent. And anyway, these dudes absolutely fucking humiliated us. <laughs> or humiliated me. Like, it was staggering and shocking. Like, not only to, like, be around these 22-year-old guys that are all, like, 6'5", and, like, yeah. you just forget what it's like to be a naturally gifted athlete or be around those dudes i haven't Mm. been around them since like high school probably but yeah like in the dugout everybody was like you know there's a couple guys that hadn't played before either or were like subbing in and he was like i've never played baseball or softball before is it hard like people were giving them tips and then that same dude was like cracking home runs like hit after (laughs) hit just making it look easy yeah and you just forget like so much of sports is jeans just like being a naturally gifted
2: beast yeah you have to be so naturally gifted to make it to the highest level of something it's something that's like come up here before about like i think we were talking about on the on the patreon show right like john cullen Stefan's uh co-host on on block party yeah he plays like pretty high level beer league hockey and there was a guy that was like an enforcer in the nhl and he played for like he
0: played for like a season and a half and he played like 20 games and
2: ran everyone's shit into just the, the crowd. Just the best
0: player they've yeah. ever seen, basically. And he's a guy who, if you put him in the NHL, you would watch him. And, I mean, it's it's funny to say it. It's like, oh, this guy sucks at hockey. But he's, like, the best player you've ever seen in person.
1: No, it's, like, absurd. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah, it's um, it's really staggering. And it, I think that could be lost when you're, like, watching something on TV, you know? Yeah. Versus, like, actually doing it. You... As, and especially when you're like, I—I I mean, I, you know, when I actually played on a team, I was in high school or whatever, middle school even. And um, you watch the major leagues, and it's like, oh well, those are men, so of course they're better than me, you know? Yeah, yeah. But to even to do it where it's like you're the same age as the players, or even like they're younger, that's a whole different thing too. Where it's like, it's just shocking. It's really yeah. shocking.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it was even interesting watching baseball. That, I know like, it's not a playing... baseball podcast, but like. Oh.
2: No, Not go, bad, go for it. <laughs> oh, no, I was, was going to say, say, like, like playing... no. So, when I was playing rugby, right, like, I started kind of late, but was, like, in your, like, statistical prime in sports, or at least in hockey. I was, like, 24. And you'd have, like, younger guys, like, come up, and I'm like, okay, well, this guy's just, like, a 19, 20-year-old kid. Like, I'm more physically mature, like, this, whatever. And then, like, I, like, got to experience aging through sport and then when i played last year at 32 i was like oh i'm like as old as the guys that i watch play hockey and say oh those guys are old and watched because i felt yeah. way more old and washed and like now these like 22 23 year olds they're like oh my god they're so talented and fast and like yeah. pretty strong too
0: <laughs> whenever we play soccer yeah. and we we run up against like it just it sucks when you get to the you get to the field for the game. We play like Sunday nights. It's like and it's like seven aside. We play like the width of the field. It's it's pretty casual. Um, but you'll get to the field occasionally and you'll you'll be like, Oh, who are we playing? And you'll just see a team of like they're all like six foot four, like twenty five year olds. And it's just like, Oh, okay, this is gonna be totally miserable. And it is. It's just like <laughs> awful.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's like Thankfully for me, like, I feel like pe- human males are, like, separated a little bit naturally in the world after high school, you know? And, like, I get to go be in my own little world where I could, like, be compared to- with my peers, right, creatively. That's, like, mm-hmm. my strength for sure. And then you kind of forget that there are, like, guys whose talent is being, like, an absolute huge freaking beefcake you know uh (laughs) just like a beast like a natural just like an absolute beast yeah um and you know they might suck at other things but those guys all hang out with each other and they're in their own world and like you just forget they exist even like there's even like jocks like quote unquote jocks like in my own league where like we have a dude that's like you know i thought was that type of guy but then you go and really encounter those people it's the difference is so shocking. It's almost like it's almost the same as like a difference between like a teenager and a man or yeah. a middle schooler and a man. It's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway. You, have you have you
0: played any like because like in our soccer league, we've had like the I think Aaron, and I maybe have told you the story before, but um, we've had uh, the former mayor of Vancouver was in our league. And Chris really? James, uh, who, Jack, you know, we we talked about yeah, Frank D'Angelo a lot. Um, by the way, Frank, back in the news. Oh, uh, really? May- he- maybe we can get to that in a little bit, yeah, too. But but yeah. we were playing against the mayor of Vancouver, and the entire game, Chris was just um, talking shit about his, like, housing policies the whole game. <laughs> oh, my game. God. To the point where... Um,
1: this is some Canadian shit. Oh, yeah.
0: To the, to the point where the guy was like, can you, like... Can you stop? Like, he stopped the game. The mayor stopped the game and was like, you have to get this guy to stop talking shit to me uh, <laughs> oh the God. whole game. It was, it was great. And it, the Frank D'Angelo news, by the way, is that um, obviously we talked about the Barry and Honey Sherman murders. Um, yes. So they still don't know who did it, but a big article came out in Bloomberg about it. And what was revealed in there is <laughs> exactly how much money Barry Sherman gave to Frank D'Angelo over the years. Now this is like a, these are like low interest loans and this is like with interest included, but over the course of like, I think it was about 20 years. um, Would you guys both like to guess how much Barry Sherman gave
2: to Frank D'Angelo? I assume it's a big number, right? It is a fairly big number. Yes. Is it like,
1: (laughs) and and who is Barry Sherman? What did he own?
0: He was a, he was like a pharmaceutical billionaire. Um, okay and i th- i believe he knew frank's dad and also kind of like you know liked to hang out with frank because frank would hang out with like ex-nhl players and stuff um and then all of like barry's billionaire friends were like this guy's like a huge piece of shit like he's taking advantage of you what are you doing but he ended up funding like you know all of his movies and everything he okay,
2: funded all of his movies i'm gonna say there we go okay. and, and like
0: other businesses as well um 30 million
2: so. okay that's a good guess jack
1: well, he went higher than me, but I'm now I'm gonna. I was gonna say twenty, but now he was saying my initial guess it's em, too. It's emboldening me to maybe push it to fifty.
0: Okay, you guys are both way off. The $1. correct answer is two hundred and sixty-eight million. Holy
2: fucking shit! <laughs> what? <man. laughs> I gotta
1: make better friends. That is, dude. That is crazy. Isn't
2: that nuts, <laughs>
1: bro? Wait, Frank. Does not have anything to show for that. Like, that's the craziest part. We've seen his... He lives in, like, a condo.
0: It's crazy. It's it's nuts. Wait. It's, it's psychotic.
1: <laughs> Does your audience all know Frank D'Angelo? This update's crazy.
0: I think, like... I think they sort of... Like, uh, we, we have a... I don't want to say mainly Canadian audience, but there's a lot of audience members who... They listen to blocked party. Yeah, there's or a crossover audience, or, right?
2: Or they, or they were like real good show fans from back in the day. Yeah, where I think you first. That's what like made me aware of Frank D'Angelo. Yeah, Not, so well, think, actually, the Cheetah Power Search dude, commercials this is, during the playoffs were. But <laughs>
1: so, this I mean, is it, so impressive. It's it's crazy.
0: So d- d- I can send you the article as well. The article is nuts. Um, but yeah, for those of you who don't know, Frank D'Angelo is a Canadian. I guess you would say entrepreneur um, who uh, had a lot of various business ventures. Um, Cheetah Power Surge was his energy drink and we would see those commercials on Hockey Night in Canada all the time. He had uh, a brewery as well. I think it was called... uh,
2: Cheetah Power Brewery?
0: I think it was called Steelback. Yeah, Steelback Brewery. Yep. And he had various other business ventures, but he's most well-known for uh, producing... Just some of the most incredible movies uh, you will ever watch, Jack. Have you watched most of his movies?
1: Not most, but I've seen some. Okay. I'm on his Instagram right now, too, is a little refresher because, like, <laughs> dude, yeah. I mean, he's like, you could really go on and on with him, but I'm, he- I'm shocked. Like, his house. If I could just find his address, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this picture of him, I'm sorry, I'm so distracted. This picture of him with a motorcycle is so funny. I've never seen anybody look less cool in my life. It's so sad. I'll put it in the chat. But that is crazy. Like, his, he posts a lot of pictures of, like, his daughters at his house. And, yeah. like... Oh, my God. <laughs> it looks, you know, it looks like for an average person, you'd say, like, oh, that's a nice house. But, like, it looks like he lives in, like, a townhome or... The type of shit that, like, a divorced guy would live in, like a nice townhome or, uh, yeah. like, maybe a small McMansion. It looks I, like yeah, a I guy who has, I- like, you know, VP of marketing for a cell phone company or, like, corporate money. Like, it, yeah, it sort of looks like upper you, middle class money.
0: If you were getting an Airbnb somewhere with like a bunch of friends and you're like, let's get, let's get like a big house, you know? And then you go there and it's like, oh, like the door handles are kind of like, you know, not, it's like, it looks kind of nice from the outside, but when you get inside, it's like, oh, this feels like really shoddily built. Like it's that type of place, I think. But his, the thing I'm noticing here, this is like a year ago. His hair is, uh, I it's mean, dark. It was, it was hanging on before. And man, I, that, God, him just standing... He's looking off into the middle distance, standing next to the motorcycle,
1: like... <laughs> fuck. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> oh. it's like... So, I bring up the house just to say, like, it's shocking to now learn that he at one point had, you know, $208 million flow to him. Yeah. So, so here's, and like, here, it's here's like, the exact...
0: It's, and, yeah, what does he have to show? He has six movies to show for it. They're all... I mean, they're all horrendous.
1: All that could have made for like $8,000 a piece.
0: So uh, <laughs> here's, here's the, the paragraph in question. D'Angelo had investments in restaurants, brewing, energy drinks, and film production. Most were unprofitable. An internal tally prepared by Sherman's colleagues and reviewed by Businessweek shows that Sherman extended hundreds of low-interest loans to D'Angelo's company from 2003 to late 2017. So not even 20 years. Uh, almost nothing was repaid. The individual loans were typically small. Often only a few hundred thousand dollars. But the document shows that by the end of Sherman's life, the total sum was more than two hundred and sixty eight million dollars, including interest.
2: Holy shit,
0: man! It's and so they do have um, some like emails between Frank and and Barry as well. Um, And this one really stands out to me. This is like this sums up Frank D'Angelo to a T. Uh, This is concerning uh, probably his best movie, Sicilian Vampire, which Jack, Mm -hmm. I believe you've seen that one
1: of course.
0: Yeah, with uh, with James Caan, of course. Uh, so with D'Angelo, Sherman took a harder line. Losses of 500000 per month appear to be endless, despite endless assurances that we are now doing well. Where is it all going, he asked in a September 2017 email. D'Angelo wrote that business is just coming around. It's on a tightrope. Less than two weeks later, D'Angelo copied Sherman on a discussion of revenue shortfalls in his film and drinks businesses. Our timing is beyond brutal, he complained and this is the the money shot here our movie sicilian vampire is number one movie on mexican tv and we are in this situation
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's such a trump no way that's true (laughs) no
0: that's the other thing is like that's not the case like it definitely isn't the number one even if it was that would not make a difference but there's no chance that's true yeah um so i did want to give you a a frank d'angelo update while you're here dude
1: that is mind-boggling and like Oh, my God. Just going on his... It looks like he's running for mayor, by the way, or ran oh, for mayor. Oh, he, he did. He,
0: he got... Um, actually, I can, I can bring up the <laughs> exact number of votes he got. Yeah, let's see.
1: It's <laughs> it, really shocking. He's, like, the worst criminal of all time.
2: He's Allegedly. Uh,
0: yeah, he's just... Uh, he's so interesting to me. Um, because he also doesn't have, like, horrendous politics, necessarily. Like, you would think he was yeah. maybe a Trump guy... But if you watch his, um, his talk show, he's making all of these, like, really hacky, like, anti-Trump jokes. Hmm. Um, so I don't think he necessarily has, like, awful politics. Uh, but let me see if I can get the exact number of votes. Okay, so <laughs> uh, Olivia Chow uh, won the Toronto uh, election for mayor with 269,372 votes. Uh, this is another guessing game here. How many votes do you guys think Frank D'Angelo got? uh three hundred
2: and twenty seven okay i'm gonna go four thousand
0: aaron you were very close it was three hundred and oh, wow. forty forty three holy shit uh, That's really and, impressive and what's really funny and i wonder if this was like uh, uh people voted for this guy by accident a guy named frank D'Amico got 357 votes oh wow wow <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this has been the the Frank D'Angelo uh, roundup. We will at some point have to watch his hockey movie on here, which is like, that, yeah, just one of the worst good, pieces of more shit. More good
2: fucking
1: uh yeah, summer 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 content. stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh
2: boy. So. Uh, really impressive. I I I I would have had a good segue when we were talking about baseball, but so Jack, you might know him from his show Other World, or yeah, but still, but currently doing Other World, yeah. which is uh it's just, it sounds so stupid to say paranormal like investigation podcast because you just get this like idea in your mind, and I've been like, I've been mainlining that shit, man. I think I've, I'm not every episode, but I'm like in the the ninetieth percentile of episodes having listened. Every new one,
1: I could tell and I got
2: you hooked. You you got you got your claws into me, dude. And I like talk to people about it, but I don't know how to like describe the show. So. Jack, could you describe your show, please?
1: Um, I mean, it's firsthand stories or stories of people who had firsthand experiences with the paranormal. I think that's like probably the thing that separates it. It's a nonfiction show. And I mean, it like one article called it like Paranormal This American Life, which is very flattering. But I think that's like kind of gives a pretty good idea where it's like. It's it's a little bit more than just like ghost stories is what I try to do. Mm-hmm. Um and and for me ultimately it's always stories about people, not just like a ghost. I try to avoid stories where it's just like oh a ghost jumped out and it looked scary. You and, know, it's always yeah. about something more. Yeah, and when there um, is
2: more going on like the recent like series with Eilish was like there's very little paranormal yeah. there but it was like obviously very uh scintillating. But yeah. you also get like a lot of like things submitted, right, that haven't made it. Yes. Um, have you had much about curses?
1: Um it like comes up for sure. You so, know It's like a theme.
2: Yeah, so we, we think our, our hockey team, the Vancouver Canucks, is cursed. Uh well, I guess a little short history. So they broke into the league in nineteen seventy. That's when they expanded. And this was the same year that the Buffalo Sabres came into the league. And the Canucks lost Three lotteries in the same day, uh, one for the expansion draft, one for the like entry draft from prospects. And do you remember what the other one was Stefan?
0: I think one was to determine like which numbers they would have or something on the on the wheel because they spun a, a wheel basically right. to see yeah, who yeah, got the it. first overall pick. And the thing that was very Vancouver and I think very cursed about it um, was that it stopped on. Um, what they thought was a two because uh, but it was it was an eleven, uh, so they thought it was like the Roman numerals hmm. for two. So they thought they won it, but it was actually eleven. So <laughs> oh, it, that's but, really funny. Honestly, um, so they've sort of like since day one. I mean, and they've never won a Stanley Cup. They've, I mean, Aaron's gonna kind of go through. Yeah, their, their they're brief. the they're
2: the they're the only team that has been in Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals twice and lost both of them. Um, they what's the other big one? Oh yeah, I was looking up the uh, the Canucks record or the NHL records for the last fifty years. Um, it's not looking good, folks. There. Uh... <laughs> so in the last fifty years, there are five, six, I guess, teams that have a worse record. The Cleveland yeah. Barons, which only played four hundred games, doesn't really okay. count.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I never heard of them. It,
2: yeah, uh, the Seattle Kraken, who broke into the league two years ago, so. Okay.
0: And are already better than the Canucks.
2: And are already better than the Canucks. Have like achieved more playoff success than the Canucks have in the last, since 2011. Yeah. Um, Columbus Blue Jackets, who came into the league in the early 2000s? Yep. Yep. I think uh, in
0: 2000, in fact. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Carolina Hurricanes, who are very successful now. They've won a Stanley Cup. They This includes when they were the Hartford Whalers, though. Yeah. So that doesn't really count to me. Interesting one. The New Jersey Devils, who've won like multiple cups and been like pretty competitive, have a worst overall record, but they have they have Stanley Cups. Yeah. So the only team with a worst record with like a similar amount of games played is the Arizona Coyotes slash Winnipeg Jets okay. franchise. So in the last fifty years, I guess they're like the second worst record. And that's with yeah. five hundred more games played as well. So I think if you go back all the way to the fifty years since their inception. They are by far the worst team in the NHL. Yeah. So like, I don't think like there's a fucking witch somewhere or a gin that's uh, put a curse on the, the Canucks or anything like that. But when Jack and I were hanging out in Los Angeles a few weeks ago, yeah. 2016 came up in the election and the Cubs winning
1: Oh, that is the, true. Uh,
2: the uh, World Series came up and the Cubs were thought, for the longest time, to be a cursed franchise. And that was the team you grew up cheering for, right, Jack? Yes, yes. What was Um, that like?
1: The curse of the Billy
2: Goat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They had, like, an actual curse where it
2: was, Well, yeah, what what was the actual curse? The story
1: was, like, the owner of this tavern, the Billy Goat, tried to bring his goat into the stadium. I think he might have been doing it often, or maybe not. I'm sorry I'm, like, rusty on the story, but he tried to bring a goat into the stadium, and, like, when they kicked him out, he said that like they're gonna be cursed for a hundred years. He put a curse on the team, um, and that the tavern's still up. You know, it's very famous, the Billy Goat Tavern. It's, there was like an SNL skit about it with John Belushi, um, and it seemed to work. Like they never won a World Series. They came sort of close a couple times, like getting in, but they. They never did it. Didn't um, they? Didn't they
0: not make a World Series since like the 1940s as well? Like not, not even winning one. They didn't even make a World Series since like no. The 40s. Didn't even get into it.
1: Yeah. And then obviously um, there was the whole so thing bad.
0: with um Steve Bartman and
1: everything. Oh my god, that was huge. <laughs> that was huge. That was I the guy that like that ca- caught
2: the ball or whatever when he wasn't supposed to.
1: Yeah, I remember watching that live on TV. Um, which is funny cuz it was like one of the few I I really don't watch sports but I I was watching that game when it happened. Yeah. Because I they were really close to getting into the playoffs. So they might have made the playoffs that year, I forget. Um but it was yeah, that was insane. Yeah. It was like against it was against the
0: Marlins, I think, cuz it also I feel like there was a there was like a really bad like error as well. Like I I don't know if it, if they'd won that game I'm not sure if they would have gone to the World Series or not, but um I know that after they lost that game, they they ended up losing the series to the Marlins. Um, and yeah, the Steve Bartman thing, where he. But the other thing is, like, if you're in the front row there, it is just like a natural reflex to reach out for the ball, too, right? So it's not.
1: Yeah, and he had headphones on.
0: Yeah, he
2: was. Oh yeah, because he's one of those um, one of those freaks. He's <laughs> like listening to the radio, and he's at the game. <laughs>
1: yeah, we have we now call those people. Autistic. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, back then, um, they well, like, were called by other I, names. I, I forget. So, like, <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't. know when I was, when I was, it's giving, it's giving on the spectrum. It is for sure. For yeah. sure yeah.
2: Well, like, I, I uh, went to the, the Dodgers Blue Jays game when I was down there, yeah. and there's a guy in front of me who was actually he was in a seat like less than I was, right? But when he was there, oh my god, you're getting. Oh, he, he had the <laughs> oh, little. No, not he, this again. Yeah, no, he had the little <laughs> scorecard. Yeah, right. Because we talked about it afterwards. And he was, like, writing down, like, P-16 or whatever the fuck after, like, every hit for, like, where it flew out to and stuff. Like, I'm not a baseball guy. Like, I enjoy going to a game, but I'm never watching it on TV. I'm not up to snuff on uh on baseball lore. And I was like, well, what's this guy doing? Because, like, I can see what he's writing down. And then Dodger Stadium is really great. It has, like, a uh, the picture of the guy comes up when they're at bat, and it shows, like... What all of their other at bats were, and it has those stats on the screen, and I know mm-hmm. you could go to the computer and just look at it, and so I was like, like, what's the what's the point of doing this? Is this just like a type of autism I don't have? And I had the worst fucking nerds in my replies, <laughs> like all day, like mansplaining baseball to me, and um, it's such, it seemed kind of cool. It's like um. The way that I I conceptualized it is, you know, those freaks that go after a concert and write, like, the exact set list in order on setlist.fm. And any show you've ever been to, someone has put up a set list for it, which is kind of crazy. It's like, I never see anybody. Actually, once I saw someone at Morrissey doing it. But there's someone out there that's keeping track of all this and putting it online. And that's kind of, like, their thing is they're, like, you can collect it as, like, a memento. And if it's an important game... You can, like, frame it or something. Yeah. And apparently it also keeps you more focused on the baseball game. Because if you're, like, liable to, like, drift off and, like, drink too many beers and just talk to the people around you, like, it makes you focus on the play on the field. Which, kind of an indictment to baseball, maybe. But not really. (laughs) Because, like, it's like... Like, having the beer and, like, hanging out and, like, being outside. I think that's the fun part. It's not, like... Yeah.
0: Well, I saw someone in your replies who had, like, framed a scorecard or something. They, like, bought yeah. a scorecard from, like, the World Series. And it was, like, a yeah, game that their dad cool. had been to. And so they framed it and got it signed. And, like... So I like it as, like, a memento no, that, and that's, stuff. No, but...
2: Like, legitimately, that was cool. Like, it... Yeah. It, but it is You a, can autism I don't You can don't read have. pretty
1: much everything that happens in the game on the card if you know how to read it. Yeah. Weirdly. That's
2: cool. And um, yeah, a, a the thing symbols. that came up, too, is, like, the guys that bring the radio to the game. So they're, like, it's listening the to same the guys. play-by-play. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, 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 they kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand, so, anyways, Dude. the guy that yes. caught the ball was one of those freaks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, rooting for the Cubs growing up, um, I mean, I didn't know any different. I did know that, like, you know, there's a crosstown rivalry, the Sox. You know, you're one or the other. Mm-hmm. My uncles were from the south side, and they loved the Sox. Um, I guess I was like conceived near Wrigley Field, and therefore I was like a nice. Cubs fan. Okay. Yeah. No, my parents, and then like, I was born on the north side too. We lived in the suburbs, so it didn't really matter. But I was just like a, a Cubs fan. I don't know. i have just like I-, I was told, and then I I followed. But um, yeah, it's like the fans hate each other. Of course. Um the Cubs are considered like I don't know, not as serious or something. Oh, uh, I thought um, they were
2: like the the bougie team. That was the impression I got. You could look that at it that way too. Like but so no- when I went to Chicago for the first time, like I landed the day that the Cubs won the World Series. So we were watching game 7 and are like it was a hostel and there was like a group TV. And then it looked like it was going to go to extra innings. So I'm like, hey, let's take an Uber down to the stadium. So we did. And it was awesome. I saw people like jumping on news vans and climbing yeah. posts and setting off firecrackers and stuff. It was very cool. Everyone chanting like, hey, Chicago, what do you say? Cubs going to win today. Uh, I remember I was in a bar the next day with like a White Sox fan bartender mm-hmm. who was talking about it. And I was like, oh, you must be psyched. He's like, well, No. <laughs> Like, I guess it's good for business, but like, I'm a Sox fan, and (laughs) these Cubs fans have been too good for too long. Like, the real baseball fans are Sox fans.
0: Well, the White Sox were cursed too, I think, weren't they? Like, they, when they won their World Series in like 2006 or whatever, they hadn't won for like, you know, 80 years. A little while, but it wasn't like that extreme. Yeah. They've had good players. Yeah.
1: I mean, the coolest thing that happened to the Cubs was Sammy Sosa, who's very weird now. He's very, uh,
0: he's very like pink now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Which is he yeah. looks like
1: raw chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Um, but yeah, that was dude, them winning was crazy because like I mean, mostly on a personal level, because I it was always like set up to me, and I'm sure every other Cubs fan is like, if it ever happens type of thing. And like my dad always mm-hmm. said he would retire if it happened, and like if and when. And yeah. um you were just like you always wondered like What if, what if, because it was so far-fetched because they're always so bad, but you just, you like them anyway, because the field is so cool and it's a lovable team. Um, But yeah, when it finally did, I was surprised because I had no longer lived in Chicago. And I mean, what's weird now is that, dude, like Chicagoans are very proud. They're very proud people. And it's like, they're very Chicago centric to the point where a lot of people don't leave. And I was even brainwashed into like not leaving for so long. When I finally went to, like, as a film major, a lot of my friends in school were like moving to LA, moving to California or New York or something. And mm-hmm. that seemed stupid to me. I was like, I never wanted to do it. I was like, why the fuck would I ever leave Chicago? It's the best city in the world. Why would I ever leave? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's horrible. I don't, I never even considered the option um, until I th- like, my friend moved to Sa- just San Diego or something. And I went and visited him in the winter and you know the winter i'm used to having like horrible seasonal depression We're just like mm-hmm. i think everybody is just like suicidal for a while yeah and Speak like it <laughs> was him and his yeah him and his friends just like surfing and getting burgers on like a tuesday and like smiling <laughs> and i like i had a moment where i'm like wait why does anybody not do that like this is clearly better like what am i why do i live in the other place yeah. you know um <laughs> That's anyway, me in it's not really by related. Way, to the living in Alberta,
2: it's not as yeah. hot in the, the the winter, but damned if it's not as snowy and fucking cold.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's definitely drawbacks to you know it's not perfect, but at the time I, I decided to move, and um, since then my sister ended up moving out here, and like my dad, I think, got a similar bug where he moved to Arizona. I think he like visiting us. He was like, man, I. Fucking hate living in the cold. <laughs> and now my mom, and then my mom moved to Florida. So, like, you know, I was always a Chicagoan. I think my point was that Chicagoans are, it's like their entire identity, right? And the teams are their entire identity mm-hmm, too. Right. So I was, it was weird to me watching it happen from like LA, which is not a sports town at all. You could barely find a sports bar in like the actual city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually like a struggle to find a good place to watch it. And, um, Dude, it was weird. We watched in a bar where, like, barely anybody was paying attention. Me and my friend Pat got, like, wasted on accident, like, sitting down, eating wings. And, like, um, it was kind of anticlimactic. You know? I, I wish I was there celebrating. Yeah. I, I really wish I was. Because then we walked out, and it was like, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> That would have been so surreal,
2: man. Because, like, I can only imagine. Like, my whole life has just been me fantasizing about, like, the Canucks winning a Stanley Cup or whatever. And... To be in that environment, like, where you see this, like, goal that you've idealized for 25, 30 years, whatever, and then just to have no one give a fuck around you, that's that's bonkers. I
1: thought that I would, like, be, I I should have flown back. I regret not flying back, but, um, I was thinking, like, look, I'll find a good bar to watch it. You know, there's a lot of Chicagoans here, um, but I don't know, just, dude, the energy was low, and, um it like LA doesn't care about sports a ton either. It they would be mad, you know. People would be mad if I said that some of them, but it's it's only cuz they don't realize what other places are like and I'm sure Yeah. For you that guys. Makes like sense. Chicago yeah. is like dude, Chicago's like when there's a game, you can't not know there's a game. Like no. like you fucking know. You know what season it is even if you don't follow sports. Like you know what team is in season cuz mm-hmm. there's flags everywhere. It's playing everywhere. Yeah. Like, every place is a TV.
0: Is it just with LA that there's so many teams as well, right? Like, there's, like... It- I
1: guess maybe that, and it's, like, spread out, and, like, it's just not, like... It's not a sports-based town. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Not really. It's, like, people casually... People... I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. But at least in the actual city, it's not as intense. I mean, like, if you go to the games, it's... um you know, that you wouldn't be able to tell. Everybody's like super oh, s- yeah, psyched there. Sure. I think I've, it's more I've of seen like the
0: so many fights at Dodgers games, like more almost more than I mean Dodgers
1: I guess, are sick. Do- I mean that's like the one
2: exception. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Those and Kings Sorry games I've been to, Lakers games I've been to, but uh yeah, Aaron, go ahead.
2: Oh, I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> oh, okay. <Sorry. laughs> no, I like yeah. I was like thinking about like places I've been I, I Years ago, I was in L.A. during the NBA playoffs when, like, the Lakers were in, maybe it was when they beat the Magic. Like, it was, like, at the beginning of that series or whatever, Yeah, and uh I remember being, like, aware that the Lakers were in the finals or going into the semifinals because you'd walk by and it would be, like, kind of on outside bars and stuff, but not, yeah. like, super psyched, like, not, not anywhere close, like, when... Vancouver was almost in the finals where if you were like downtown you you fucking knew (laughs) yeah yeah no the Um, other thing like um just what Jack was talking about made me think of is it's not surprising that Las Vegas has taken to professional sports so much because prior to them having any sports teams if there was a major sporting event on and you were walking through any hotel you knew yeah, you knew because there's like always a sports bar in there and there's like so much gambling around it. Like that tracks a lot to me.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. That's kind of new, um, but it makes perfect sense because it's like such a betting town, you know. And like, yeah, there's a whole type of guy where it's built into their weekend. Such a, a Vegas guy trip where it's like, OK, Friday, we're going to the clubs, Saturday, gambling. Sunday, we're watching the games, drinking, you yeah. know. Doing it's, the bats.
0: It's so much fun going to Vegas and, like, sitting in those big chairs in front of, like, all the, the wall of TVs and just watching every football <laughs> yeah. game at the same time. I love that. It's
1: good. Do, that is sick. Do, yeah. Do they still have like the, you're brutally hungover. the yeah. eSports bar
2: there? Oh, yes. Do they? Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, but it's, like, every time I've tried to go, I always get, like, it's not open Jack's or been horny
2: about this for, like, five years. <laughs> I
1: wanted to do a, a group trip because, like, they have a stadium In the Luxor, like inside of the Pyramid Hotel, there's a eSports arena and you can like pay. I remember my friend Patrick, who the guy who I just name dropped, who I watched the uh, World Series with actually, same dude. He like was there for work by himself and went to the eSports bar just to get in some games of Fortnite. So me and him were like doing duos and he was like just on voice chat being like, dude, it's so sick in here. I'm like, you could smoke, you could like (laughs) there's waitresses bringing me drinks like it's awesome um and you're in a stadium setting as if you're like a professional major league gaming player or something that does sound awesome (laughs) i was like dude we need to get a boys trip where we all go and just like do squads in the stadium (laughs) and i think in my peak mania of that idea wasn't i saying like dude we should hire an announcer to announce, I think so. <laughs> announce our games, like or something. Is it called a uh, hyper
0: Hyper X Arena? Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, I think that's the name. Okay, It's inside the Luxor. Luxor. Okay, I'm because I'm going there for TwitchCon in October oh, yeah. for yeah. weekend. So, and I
2: feel like if you they'll have some probably time to kill. It's worth it. They'll have
0: some stuff for TwitchCon probably you, too.
2: Yeah, they would have to. Oh, yeah. that's Hyper
1: X is probably going to be used for TwitchCon. Yeah. Like okay, I'm gonna I got to check that out then. But yeah, it's it's um it's a trip, but. Anyway, the World Series, yeah, it was weird. And then, um, then right after that was the election, like a few days later, and Trump won. Yeah, so yeah, another... it kind of harshes
2: your mellow, eh?
1: <laughs> no, it was crazy. I didn't even get like time to bask in the victory, because then, I mean, it's not like I wouldn't say that I had a loss after that, because it's not like I was a Hillary fan, but that was, you know, objectively.
2: Hey, if you voted for crazy... her, she would have won. <laughs>
1: Yeah. My point is that, like, <laughs> I was stoked that the Cubs won, and then I was even more stoked when Trump won. Um, <laughs> it was, like, just so much glee. <laughs> really, two wins. Um, I, I remember when that
0: happened, though, and everyone was like, oh, no, like, the Cubs winning, it kind of, like, broke everything because this wasn't supposed to happen,
1: right? It, dude, it did feel like, um, well, so you know, the I imagine. There's shifted. A, yeah. I, I do, I imagine there's a very male audience. Um, I've never seen your demographics, but I have to assume. And, um, you know, I think most guys don't get behind any astrology stuff, but I think like the closest most guys could get to understanding it is they probably have experienced some times where it's like things feel like they're shifting rapidly in a surreal way where eventually a-, a couple things will happen where you're like, all right, like what the fuck is going on? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's usually like, and for me, I- You know, a lot of that around then, like the Cubs win, seems weird. Yeah, Trump wins. Um, I can't think of any examples, but usually around those times, it'll also be like friends of mine making extreme changes, or like somebody just goes off the fucking rails, or you know, yeah, well, a lot of celebrities died that year too.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: 2016 was the year where like so many big. Oh yeah, that was the like "Wake
2: Me Up When It's Over" because like Prince and fucking David Bowie. David died. Bowie. Yeah, yeah. So
0: it was like a crazy year, and also like the other thing There's that's was a great funny year about...
2: for mural painters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the other
0: thing that's funny with the World Series is that um, if the Cubs had lost, then like Cleveland would have won, and like yeah, that's like maybe like, the cursed, second right? most <laughs> cursed team in baseball. So either way, a curse was being broken.
1: Wow.
2: We got to get, yeah, like, the Canucks and the Sabres, or I guess yeah. you know, Canucks and Coyotes wouldn't work, but you got to move them to the East somewhere. And then, yeah. um, then the other thing, we used to talk about, like, how psycho Chicago is about sports, right? But you didn't really mm-hmm. grow up with the Blackhawks, right? I did. Well,
1: you were asking me about that. Like, I, you know, obviously it was, like, the main team, but it wasn't televised until later weirdly it was like pay-per-view it's because
0: the owner was like a huge cheapskate and like in the in That's the really 90s funny. and like early 2000s he just didn't put the games on tv and then he died in like oh 2005 2006 or something right when right before they drafted jonathan taves and patrick kane basically
1: Dude, um, when they won i will say this about the blackhawks when they won there was an app that like girls were using that tracked Patrick Kane like around the city I and mean, like live update where he was Oh my god. so that they could go try to fuck him and I you. guess there's like crazy <laughs> stories of those guys like I think they're all like just being like absolutely despicable Wait, well, wait, wait the <laughs> th- th- there was
0: I mean obviously famously all of the stuff that came out the past couple of years um, yeah are you
2: aware of that
0: the behind the scenes no. stuff okay where...
2: so the the first year that they won right that was that was it right yeah uh, yeah well, so there's a a prospect, uh, Kyle Beach, who was like mm-hmm. a eighteen nineteen year old kid, and the video coach for the Blackhawks, uh, like sexually assaulted him, yeah, and like was yeah like committing heinous acts of sexual violence against this like eighteen nineteen year old, and this became known to team leadership in like sometime at the beginning of these playoffs. And instead of doing anything about it, like senior leadership decided, well, we don't want to fuck with the vibes of the team, so we're just not going to say anything about it. And they just like swept it underneath the rug and like players on the team knew and it it wasn't one of the things that came out afterwards is like the guy that got uh, raped was being like accused of being gay. They wasn't were, like, that, making like, fun of him and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he was getting, and, like, like razzed about not, it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really was, bad. It wasn't good. And, like, your, your Jonathan Taves who are supposed to be, like, such good leaders. were just, like, silent about this happening on their team. And then, to make matters even worse, the video coach that was doing that, like, he was let go the following year. But the team didn't say anything. So he went on to coach for a, like... It was, like, a junior s- team. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, it it was mess, like a like, junior, junior like, high yeah. school men's team where yeah. he assaulted another person this time a minor yeah and then like, yeah a couple of years pretty, ago there was like uh up. fucking it, like Cal beach whistle blew right yeah it, or that he anonymously did it at first i think and then there was like a big expose on it and the uh like the senior management that was involved like their coach and general manager were both forced to step down Yeah, and then the team was what fined a couple of million dollars. It was the lightest slap on the wrist in the world. Yeah, Um, it it was crazy. That is crazy. So like, but I I feel like it's not as like if you're
0: not a hockey fan, you haven't heard of this, right? Because like hockey is just not even in Chicago. Like it's not that it it's it's never like the number one sport unless you're in like Minnesota or something, right? And it was
1: when it, it it became it when they were getting really good. And that's when it was like crazy for a minute. Like it was, they were so mainstream popular. It was like absolutely nuts. Patrick Kane, like, I mean, I'm not like exaggerating. Like I remember girls I knew like trying to fuck him. Yeah. (laughs) Just like trying to like, just like they wanted to find him. And like, I don't know. It was like, they were, I think it was like a level of like all the guys envied them so much that I think like it would be, an insane badge of honor for a girl to do that, just yeah. to even like rub it into the guys they knew or something. It was like yeah. some weird twisted, you know, I don't know if it was <laughs> so, all like attraction. I think it was more of like a insane Chicago based trophy. Um, but yeah, it was, I remember that app or website existing where people were like live posting their location. <laughs> and of course the guys were definitely like leaning into it, you know, oh, you oh, yeah, hear about imagine. them all the time. Here's a here's a funny
2: story that that reminded me of. So, as I've said on the show before, when I was training, I used to train someone that worked in the Calgary Flames head office, and they had a friend that texted them one day, and this was when Brandon Sutter played for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, she was like, "Hey, I like went home with uh Brandon Sutter last night. He was like in a hotel, and it wasn't like." A very good hotel i was surprised i thought they'd be staying like somewhere better like that was him right like they're in town because i guess the penguins had played like the previous night in in calgary and so my clients tell him, uh no they left like immediately after the game to like fly to the next city like that was not him at all oh, so no. there's someone oh, that was God. like was staying in a hotel in calgary and then looked at who the flames played the night before <laughs> And then picked their like third or fourth line center to be like the NHL player that they were pretending oh, to be, and then God. got to ha- have clout sex because of it. Holy oh, shit! So God. absurd. I mean, that's
0: Canada for you, I guess. Yeah, too, right.
2: So yeah. I, I guess, so, yeah, up here it happens with fringe players that aren't even from the city and also aren't the actual person. Uh, but the by the, the way, lot- disclaimer. Uh, oh, go for it.
1: Disclaimer is that I'm also reading that there was some allegations against Patrick kane about yes. some stuff. I am learning this <laughs> now for the first yes. time. Like uh, you said not a hockey major fan. asterisk. Yeah, yeah. The other tab I have just to give you context of how little I know. The other tab I have open is a Google search for 2023 current hockey team names and logos. Because um, you said you said the Seattle Kraken. I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, that's the <laughs> the, the, the newest NHL team. team.
0: Yeah, so there's there's 32 teams in the NHL now, uh, and they're the newest team.
2: Yeah. If you guys, they've they've been around if, for if two years. If you weren't planning on
1: bridging to a different topic right now, could I just give some raw reactions to the the teams as an outsider? Absolutely. Yes. I'm please. looking at the logos right now. Could I I'm gonna go quickly through each of them and just like can I review the logos and names? Yeah, please do. fire yes. it off. Yeah, okay. Anaheim Ducks, bad logo. Mm-hmm. So many options there. I mean, obviously. Remember well, they're bring, they, they, they are bringing their logo. Yeah, They're
0: bringing back the Mighty Ducks logo this year They apparently.
1: need to. This logo is so. but this logo is shit. I don't even know oh, what it is. It's like,
0: Jack it's I think it's legitimately especially combined with their jersey I think it's the worst logo and jersey combo in professional sports. Maybe it's, it's, it's the so letter
2: bad. D. It's so bad.
1: Arizona Coyotes badass. Yep. This is uh this aesthetic probably was outdated for a minute very much coming back in vogue. Mm-hmm. I think we yeah. need to stick with it. Very vibey for Arizona, too. It's it's good. Boston Bruins, timeless. Great logo. Yeah. Buffalo Sabres, badass. This mm-hmm. is awesome. Love it. Calgary Flames, classic. Um, It's good. That seems classic. Yeah. Yep. Caroline Hurricanes, ass. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this looks terrible. <laughs> That's a hurricane. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but it's so ugly. Look at this. I mean... It's just bad. It looks like clip art. Blackhawks, classic, beautiful logo. Um, you know, L- questionable L- use
0: of little an indigenous bit insensitive. man. <laughs> yeah, but it's Perhaps, not like it's but... not like the Washington football
2: team necessarily. Yeah. You know, there so, are worse ones. No. They should probably change it, but they're never going to because it's the NHL. Yeah, certainly. Um,
1: yeah. So it's a good logo though. Um. It, let me. I close my tab. Accent. So, Columbus Blue Jackets.
2: Boring. You missed one. Boring. Oh, Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Awesome and classic. Yep, agreed. Yeah, it's impressive. I used you. to love scribbling that one when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one.
1: Um, Columbus Blue Jackets is boring. Yep. Um, Dallas Stars boring. Yep. This logo is kind of. Detroit Red Wings classic that's maybe
0: my favorite one it's so good that one yeah
1: beautiful Oilers fucking badass once again dude the baffling thing is like there are so there's so many good graphic designers in the world too many one would say how do you these teams have these boring logos like it's what are you doing anybody to design a better one I could think of like Uh, 20 guys I could call right now like just random dudes (laughs) that would make a better logo why don't they do a contest or something? Like, this you'll is crazy you'll, you'll get to the Canucks logo. For it.
0: You'll get to the Canucks logo at the end. I'm interested to see what you think about it because they are a team that has had many logos throughout the year, and I think they have better logos that they could be using, although they're using them a bit more. But, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's inexcusable in 2023 to have a stupid logo. It's insane.
2: Um, speaking of the order, did you know that Todd McFarlane made a uh Edmonton Oilers logo back in like the early 2000s
0: yeah he did Mm -hmm. he designed the jersey and the logo um it's like their navy blue one I think right
2: yeah it's it's the one it here I'll send you a a photo of it it's like a cool kind of metallic yeah uh logo anyways Florida Panthers and I have an anecdote about that one too
1: um okay Florida Panthers looks like a college team logo very boring so their their owner how do you make a panther look boring
2: their owner is vincent viola viola he's like a billionaire vet he uh he was for several weeks president trump's nominee for united states secretary of the army but he was like a west point guy and the panthers used to have this really 90s cool big badass panther jumping out to you with his claws out I'm, I'm looking at wanted, now this
1: one was badass and, yeah, the, and he and wanted breaking to the stick it was yeah really and good. he wanted to yeah.
2: have them to have a logo that looked like a military crest logo so that's bad. why it looks the it's way that it does now such,
0: that's the other bad thing I mean this just goes for all sports teams I think but it's really brutal when you go from like a timeless like really sick logo and some marketing guys just like oh, we need it we need a new logo you know it's it's 2023 or whatever but let, let's let's change it up and it's like you don't have to change up your logo right like
1: you could like tweak it sure maybe yeah like or do a alternate logo or something Mm -hmm. yeah but But you're gonna
0: you'll be getting to montreal here pretty soon and i mean i mean that's like a top three like that's an incredible logo and it like has not changed since like the early 1900s right yeah like it's
1: it's great tweak it or something but like to have a bad one it's like what are you doing you're literally throwing billions of dollars in the trash that you can yeah. be making from jersey sales yeah it's um, crazy okay los angeles kings actually pretty cool i've always wanted one of their jerseys i was briefly i i got like a tour of the stadium i was gonna shoot some videos for them a while back and it did not pan out but i really wanted to because i wanted a sick custom kings jersey that they were going to give to me Actually, oh, I man. think they said they are going to give to me anyway, oh, and they never did it. Bastard! But those are sick jerseys. I do those really like their jerseys. jerseys.
0: The, the purple and yellow ones, is that what you're talking about, or the black and silver ones? Because they're both good.
1: I like the black and silver, personally. Yeah. 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 Black and silver is more um, badass.
2: I like how they lean into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a great logo. Minnesota Wild, awful logo. It is bad, but um,
0: let me... So they have a reverse retro jersey they did the last couple years. And it's based on when uh, I guess it's based on their when they were the Minnesota North Stars, um, mm. and so I don't I don't like the logo much either. But I think the jersey their like,
1: jerseys look cool. The, I looked it up. Yes,
0: those are really really nice jerseys. I think, and they really pop on the ice as but well. But the logo but is ass. The yeah, logo is not a great. a bear. It's I don't know if it's a bear or like a wolf or some sort of animal
2: badger perhaps, but then it's yeah. like they're the
0: wild so they have like the star up there they've got the trees they've got like the little river as well and like uh, yeah There's i've a never lot going on a i, I don't hate
2: that on.
1: one but yeah it's like dude the power of a good sports team logo like for instance the raiders the raiders was like not a team for such a long time but they're they still had fans like and they yeah. still yeah. over here like now they're not even here and they still have fans like yeah. they're they're guys that just, like, have been rooting for the Raiders even when they weren't a team. Yeah. And, and like, they, su- and they suck. Raiders they're, like, gear.
0: they're like a bad team.
1: But they just, it's a brand. It's yeah. like, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, let's keep going. I'm C- Canadians, uh, Montreal classic logo. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Nashville Predators um, looks like a high school logo. Yeah. Uh, it's not great. Weird, weird yeah. name. Weird name. Um, especially considering how many other types of predators are in the league. Well, do you know why they're, um, they're called
0: the Predators? Is because when no. they were when they were building the stadium, they found a saber-toothed tiger skeleton while they were building it. So it, it does have a kind of a cool backstory.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, New Jersey Devils, classic. What can you say? Um. Yeah. Also, one of those where it's like. You could probably make some really fucking badass ones, but... Yeah, but this is like so classic
2: have. that you're probably never going to.
1: Islanders is sick. That's great. You know, it's kind of weird, but it's awesome. Yeah. I, I've always it's had such a hard
2: time seeing the, like, NY with the hockey stick as NY. It always looks like my to me. It looks like more of an M N- <laughs> yeah. than an N. It bothered me since I was a kid.
1: That being said, I always forget this is even the team.
2: Fair they enough. are yeah. they are a little
0: forgettable. Yeah,
1: the Rangers, you know, um, Ottawa Senators tsh, ass. Yeah, logo. that's another Sorry. high school logo. <laughs> yeah,
2: they they've I mean, like played name around name with too. that. I mean... So like that was like their original one, and then they made another one that's like more 3D, where he's like snarling and looking at you, which is very early aughts. And now this is they've gone mm-hmm. back to like their retro one from '93,
0: which is better, but still not mm-hmm. great.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Philadelphia Flyers classic, great one. Penguins, yeah. possibly one of the best logos in all yeah of NHL. Second, maybe in only to the next one, San Jose yeah. Sharks. I love the sharks. The
2: shark. Logo. There's Badass. a reason why kids love the San Jose Sharks. Yeah, they get fans from all it's over a- the nation just because they have a cool logo. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Then here is the Seattle Kraken, fucking awful. Yeah. What are they doing? It's not what? good. Even even boring, but it's also just a bad logo. Like, what is this little red piece up in the top? The it's an eyeball. A... Is it supposed they, to be they... is
2: that supposed to be a Kraken? So they are owned by largely by Amazon, right? Like that's a lot of where their ownership comes from. Um and so they had a bunch of fucking marketing people make it up. And I remember when it was released, they did a uh, meeting I guess I can behind see... the different colors and shit. Let me pull it up. Yeah.
1: Ugh, do I even want to know? Yeah. It's... I could see now when I, like, I've seen somebody interpret.
0: So the yeah. a, the S is a, a tribute to the Seattle Metropolitans, which was their old NHL team in, like, the 1910s. Um,
1: I think, yeah, How so... How is it not just a badass octopus uh, grabbing right? a I know. stick and breaking it? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's
0: not. And then you've got the tentacle sort of coming up in the middle there. And then, yeah, the red is supposed to be an eye. Um...
1: Like, this is so easy. Yeah. Like, just literally let a five-year-old kid Yeah. The, come up with the idea. It'd be like, it's a cool octopus. It's breaking a
2: stick. Let me read it. The, the design features a large S for Seattle with two okay. Kraken tentacles extending from it to form an anchor shape at the bottom right corner. There's an anchor in not, there? It's, it's not, not, not coming there. across. It's not like the FedEx nope. logo. It's um, <laughs> not coming across. Uh... The colors are navy blue, ice blue, red and white, representing water elements and the strength and power associated with the sea creatures like kraken. Okay. Nice. Oh my god. It looks like uh, it, I don't I just don't like how toothpasty it looks. Yeah. No.
1: It looks like a worm. <laughs> anyway, St. <laughs> C- Louis Blues, awesome, mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning, simple and classic. I have nothing bad to say. Yeah. It's like to the point. Maybe just because it's timeless, you know, I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit Maple fibery leaves. with how minimalist it is, but like I think it's pretty classic mm. by now. Jerseys look good.
1: Toronto Maple Leaves, um, classic. Yeah. Maybe the most iconic. Vancouver Canucks, I have to say this is badass. Really?
0: Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I think we're we associate it with maybe not like the best t- Well, there's they've been good with the logo, but it's also just kind of like it's a very corporate logo because the story behind it is that they were bought by a company called Orca Bay. And so okay. then they, they changed all their, their logos and their branding and stuff to like Orca related stuff. Um, So it's sort of tied to that, but I, I, I mean, I, I don't hate it necessarily. Yeah. Just I think they, they I have think better logos.
1: I think it's also cool. Cause it's like a tie in it. I think this is like a good example to like using a, First Nations imagery in a respectful way. Yes, you know? like, I
2: agree. I like, I don't know if the artist was it's because it's like Haida art, right? Yeah. That's the, the problem thing. So like, I, I, I really appreciated that as a kid. And then I as an adult. I'm like, I wonder if they just got like a white dude to draw that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's like cool things you can do with it. I like that. It's a, a letter C kind of ties mm-hmm. it as a kid yeah. scribbling this in your books and like drawing pictures and stuff. Like I, it was a fun one to draw.
0: Yeah, so here's you need a here's badass their thing. Mm-hmm. This is this is what their old logo was, and the, and they are using this uh, this jersey uh, a lot more now. Um, but this is this the skate logo, the classic Canucks skate logo, and this is kind of everyone's favorite, I would say. Let me see. The oh re- yeah yeah,
1: that's like it's cool, but. It does kind of look like a thin Lizzie T-shirt. Yeah, thing. and the um,
0: the big criticism I think when it first came out was that it looks like a plate of spaghetti.
2: So. Yeah,
1: that's the that's the knot. Yes.
2: Yeah, which you can kind of see. But but Jack, it's it looks cool like, like, like a... Vancouver at night. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a defense you hear about it a lot. It's yeah. actually it represents the city because it looks like the city at nighttime. <laughs> the right colors. De- very <laughs> interpretive. So I think um, there's
0: are there two teams left. Three more.
1: Dude, three. So. Yeah. Vegas Golden Knights, really bad. Yeah. I feel bad, and it's like once again a new team. Why? This is another. Well, they're also is, owned by a West Point. This is just Point like dickhead. flawed from the beginning. Yeah,
2: this
0: is another similar to Florida, owned by a military guy, and wanting to do like a military style logo. In
2: fact, he wanted to it's call them the Black the Knights. Like, and wasn't allowed. Yeah,
1: dude, it's so similar to the Senators. It's very confusing. It's, um, it's not good. It's All just right. like, is it the same guy in the logo? <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> It's confusing in that way. I've never thought of that before, but that's a very fucking good point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like their mascots, they would have to consciously make them different. Um, And then same with the Capitals. When I see the Washington Capitals, it's giving me confusion because I'm like, wait, did we already see this team in the list? Yeah. But... What am I thinking of? Boring. Oh, the Columbus. It's blue jackets, maybe. Yeah. Is that what I'm getting it confused with? Yeah, because that's got like stars
2: and stuff too. Like, how do you make a cool logo out of Capitals before they used to have like an eagle with like five stars on it?
0: Yeah. So this was their their like '90s logo right here, Mm -hmm. um, which they're bringing back a bit more, and I kind of like this one. That's pretty cool. And then their '80s jerseys were. I guess the 80s jerseys were basically what they have now. Um with the the stick uh as like a T and stuff. Um but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's not it didn't need to be changed necessarily, you know. Um what's the the last one is the Winnipeg Jets,
1: is that yes. right? Yes. Dude, oh. did the the Redskins rename their team yet?
0: Is yes. That... They are the Commanders are now, I think.
1: Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'm seeing this. Wow, boring logo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the, the Winnipeg Jets logo, another one where they had a much better one in... Uh, yeah,
2: it looks like shit to me. In, like, the 80s,
1: and their new one is not good. The funny thing is, like... They could have, like, you know, maybe just kept the Native Dude logo and been... The commanders, like yeah, the problem wasn't the guy; it was that they are called the Redskins. Yeah, like the <laughs> yeah. guy's badass, and like if if it if the logo is a nod to the native heritage of the land and history, mm-hmm. like you know, it's a commander and it's a, a chief guy, it's uh, like kind of cool. It's I think respectful. Chief
2: Wahoo's like, a little bit disrespectful. That was yeah, no, the Cleveland sure, one. But like, oh yeah. no, wait, yeah, no, no, no I very... I conflated the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: That was Cleveland. That was like legitimately. Freedom.
2: Yeah, no, I was like, that's quite just like quite this... an offensive character. Jacket. No. I don't know what you're talking... Yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, <laughs> um, no. But the Redskins guy was just like very stoic and simple. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the name was the worst part. Yeah, no, that's but... that's
2: the that's the slur. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: but um, interesting. Glad they did it. Yes. And then, I think that's the end. Oh, Winnipeg Jets, boring.
2: Yeah. Boring. Bro. There's, there's one more small little note that I want to bring up. This is kind of for Stefan, but what Jack said about them not being on TV, I vividly remember any Chicago Blackhawks game that I was watching as like a kid looked like shit because they had to bring their own cameras in and it wasn't set up for it. It was, it
0: was horrible. And like, yeah, it was literally like, I I don't know exactly how long, I, I think we probably have some Blackhawks fans in the discord, but, um, it was at least like. 10 to 15 years where you just couldn't watch the games really. Yeah. And there was um, when they,
2: when they had the ABC line, I had to look up the player's yeah. names So I remember Tyler Arneson and then Mark yeah. Bell and Kyle Calder. And That's I saw right. this on a bleacher report ranking the top 15 most famous lines in hockey. Yeah. And that line is uh, the 15th most famous line of all time. Apparently. I don't this know. This is that. uh this is a list that has like, well, but it's a bunch of like old fuckers that I don't know, like Pitt Martin and Jim Pappin and Dennis <laughs> yeah. Cole from the also from the Blackhawks and like Gordie Howe Sid Abel and Ted Lindsay and shit. Yeah. And then like they're just on there at the end because it was ABC ahead of like right. the Sedine line and like Detroit Zetterberg Datsuk, Holmstrom. Yeah. And like I don't the, know about that. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> kind of uh kind of absurd bleacher report. Jack,
0: here is the old uh, Winnipeg Jets logo, which I think is much better
2: way more funky. Let me
1: see. Um, oh, that's cool. All yeah. the 70s and like 60s looking ones are They're really great.
0: Fun. They're really really good. Yeah.
1: Ooh, I was just looking up best sports logo of all time. I mean, of course, like how is this measured, but what would you think would be
2: number 1? Victoria Salmon Kings.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's a classic. I think it might honestly be uh I'm seeing... it could be Detroit or Montreal. But
1: well, I... This is sports. This is like, all okay. This is
0: all sports.
1: Um, I was just curious.
0: Oh boy, yeah. I mean, there's some really, really good ones. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's the Salmon Kings, uh, the former minor league team in Victoria.
1: I mean, just spoiler. <laughs> it's uh Yankees is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, for, okay, uh, that makes
2: sense. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's like it's classic. Yeah, Arsenal. I wouldn't pretty say it's good. yeah. It's yeah. You're really looking so, for like. Yeah. the whalers the old
1: whalers oh the yeah, whalers, the one whalers is are so sick. good yeah oh raiders red wings mm-hmm. montreal longhorns texas longhorns great okay, okay. Yeah. seahawks pretty cool yeah denver nuggets interesting huh.
0: okay orioles
1: orioles might be one of the better orioles li- are I, very good
0: i yeah. like like the cartoon bird that one is really good
1: yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Ooh, i would say notre dame is gotta be a. Up in the top five.
2: The 70s Milwaukee Bucks, where it's that, like, swagged-out deer playing basketball. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the
1: old Patriots logo is cool.
2: Yeah, I feel bad, like...
1: Where it's, like, the actual Patriot.
2: Yes. I just don't like to talk positively about them. Even though I'm, like, not even <sighs> an NFL guy, I just, like, the thought of them pisses me off.
0: Yeah. You know yeah. what I really liked? Uh, Old baseball logos are really good, but the the Mariner's logos and the Brewers logos from like the seventies and eighties. Um, Mm. the Brewers one where it's like the glove, but the glove says MB. Um, and then the Mariner's one, I think it was like a, a trident I want to say. Um, yeah, that one is really, really nice. Great colors too. And then of course, if we're doing Canadian content, um, I think we always have to shout out the Montreal Expos.
2: Oh yeah. That's a good one for sure. Beautiful logo
0: um i'm glad we could get some logo talking this is good yeah yeah this is
1: a good way to do it this yeah. is a way for me to relate yeah um <laughs> if i come back if i come back on again ever i think a good way to thing to do would be to rename teams Ooh, yeah do some team names. rebranding
0: i like that that's good I, they
1: all they rarely have anything to do with the city if,
0: if if and when we have you back on i think we have to have you on to watch the frank d'angelo hockey movie Probably. yeah that Ooh. too i think oh, yeah.
2: that'd be really fun down. <laughs> that'd be great <laughs>
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, boys, I have to run off the dinner shortly. Yes, but thanks for this was a yeah. really so fun episode. Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks Jack. for
2: coming on. Check out Otherworld. I know I gave it a glowing review earlier, but it rocks. And, uh,
1: it's it, very different than what we just did. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs>
2: I know Jack's looking for stories too. So if you experience something paranormal, reach out to. Uh...
1: That is true. Stories at Otherworldpod.com. You could send it in. Um, Wonderful. And on the Instagram, we have like some more inst- instructions for sending them, but. Yeah. Sweet. I recently posted saying that we're officially looking for more. Wonderful. You know, we always are, but good to have like a fresh batch. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, right. thank you so well, thank much, Thank you, Jared.
2: everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Patreon.com slash IHateThisTeam. If you want some more of the show, get Got it. Bye. Bye-bye.